Thanks for tuning in to today's topics where we look at current events from a Christian perspective. There we go. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we made it to October, it looks like. Let's hope the last quarter of this year turns out to be better than the first three. This is fresh on my mind. I, I was going to go a completely different direction tonight, but I'm going to share this with you because I just got through reading and doing some research on it. But uh, I just read the latest NPR article where they interviewed swing voters, they said. Uh, this article is from yesterday. You can find it on the NPR website. They said it was over a dozen people from key swing states. <laughs> a dozen people. Well, that was really a gigantic sample group, wasn't it? 12 people. Uh, but these former Republican voters, they said, uh, quote, would have voted for anyone other than Trump. And if he runs again, we'll vote for anyone other than him. That's what they said. You know, there's a, lower, a, a, a lot of horse droppings in this article, but one thing got my attention, and this is why, is why I bring it up. They said they were disturbed by the chaotic withdrawal from Afghanistan. Yes, that concerned them. NPR then responded by saying, Afghanistan may fade from the news over time and as such may not affect long-term impressions of Biden as much. Now, when you first hear that, you may think, no, but you know what? They're exactly right. Um, we're on this crazy news cycle where everyone is looking at the next big story. Uh, no one in Washington is held accountable for anything Need I mention Hillary Clinton? Nothing else needs to be said, right? But these liberal-leaning news stations will gloss over what happened, and more. And and more than that is that they're going to gloss over everything that Biden does that's even controversial, or that could even even be up for debate. They're going to gloss over it, and they're going to keep painting him as this uh, experienced grandfather type figure and most people will buy this rotten baloney and that's just the truth so what they said about you know the afghanistan complete debacle not hurting biden is probably true and that is pitiful but that's the truth um 13 military lives that were lost uselessly thousands of americans that were left behind and abandoned and this will all be swept under the rug in a few months. They'll be moving on to the next big story, and this won't even be brought up again. So they're probably exactly right. They won't mention that Biden shut down our complete oil industry and that we're now buying oil from the Middle East. All that'll be forgotten. That's one reason I do this on Fridays is that so maybe we can keep the truth out there a little bit, right? And not let the media determine what we know and what we think. Congress passed a temporary funding bill that will fund the government through December the 3rd. Senators Joe Manchin from West Virginia and Kristen Sinema from Arizona, they refused to go along with Pelosi and the Mod Squad's attempt to spend over $5 trillion. What is $5 trillion? And that's what they're wanting to spend on their, quote, infrastructure and budget package. Of which 
I have read it's, it's massive, it's massive reading and most people will not, but less than 20% of this proposed package would even go towards actual infrastructure, airports, roads, bridges, etc. 20% of what they're trying to get passed. And if it wasn't for these two senators, it would have been done, but they're, you know, they're fighting it. Um, it's unbelievable that these people are elected to run our government. Really, when you just look at the common sense facts of it, you wonder how in the world are these people so fiscally irresponsible, just willing to throw around money like it's numbers, doesn't mean anything. And if it wasn't for two senators, it would have been done. Uh, I've said it many, many times, and I'll say it again. But I don't really get frustrated or upset about the things that Pelosi and Schumer and AOC and that crew does. You know, I don't really get upset with them because they are who they are. Their beliefs are what they are. And they're going to do and say what they want to do. The What shocks me to no end is the thousands and thousands of people that continuously vote for these people. That's what should get our attention. That's what should shock us and scare us is the untold number of people that vote them in every time. They comp- These just masses of people that obviously completely agree with what they stand for. That's what should get our attention. Long story short, I'm going to move on to something else in a minute, but this infrastructure deal and the budget proposal is a long way from being solved. Uh, they're either going to have to cut way back on the spending or let's just be honest, Senator Manchin and Cinema are both about to be made very, very rich people. That's how things work. Wash my hand. I wash yours, right? Do me a favor in Washington. I'll do you a favor. Uh, I wouldn't really want to bet right now on which way it's going to go. Either they're going to have to cut back on it or there's going to be some money passed. That's just how it works. You guys know that. Everything in Washington is about money and power. Everything. It all boils down to that. Just that simple. Time will tell uh, how it's going to work out. And all we can do is keep praying that Manchin and Cinema stick to their guns and not cave into this pressure. You know, that's all we can do. Give you some highlights on some stuff going on. Uh, Mike Huckabee has some good articles on the ongoing election audit. You don't hear much about that anymore. They kind of keeping that quiet but some news came out a week or so ago about the one in arizona and it really didn't settle anything if you read anything about that the maricopa county election audit and the findings and the results of its height was flashed across the news for a couple of hours and it was gone but all it said was the votes that had been counted were counted correctly that's all it said i mean really all this time and all this money spent and that's their findings is that the votes that we got, you know, we counted them, right? That's not the question folks. The, the, the question that remains is who voted, who turned in these ballots? How do dead people vote? It isn't that a legitimate question, not the votes that they got on hand, but who voted, who mailed them in, who did it? That's the questions that's going on all around the country. Uh, the Democrats have perfected the act of mail-in voting. Let's just give them credit where it's due. They have perfected it. 
So we'll never know the absolute truth. There's just no way. And that's why that they're fighting so hard to keep this no identification, no voter ID. They don't want any type of ID. And they want to keep the mail-in voting. They want to keep that racket going. And that's why. Because, you you know, it's almost impossible to find the proof of who mailed in what if you don't have to require ID. It's common sense, isn't it? That's why they want to keep it. You know, has, it has become clear that all of it was made up when you look at the Russia hoax. That's come out everywhere. That's another big topic that, you know, they're still investigating the Russia hoax. Well, if this investigation comes up like the voting investigation, good luck with that one. But the FBI has actually arrested a couple of former Hillary employees that fabricated the whole thing. You can find this pretty easily, but Mike Huckabee does a good job of reporting on it. But they did it to try and hurt Trump. You know, we know that. And it looks like a lot more people are going to jail behind this one. And they should. If you completely make up a story, lie and fabricate everything, you know, there is still a crime that's called perjury. So I'm glad that the FBI is actually going after the people that did this. But as I was looking at some of the virus and vaccine information, a thought came to me. I was going to report on some different stuff going on, and this overwhelming thought came to me. I said, I remember when Johnson & Johnson got in a lot of trouble over their talcum powder, you know, their baby powder. And all these people were getting cancer and they were suing Johnson and Johnson. It was a big deal. It was pulled off the shelf. The company was sued. It was just millions of dollars involved because it was proven beyond any reasonable doubt. It was scientifically medically proven that this baby powder caused cancer. I hope you all remember that. Uh, Maybe I jogged your memory a little bit on this, but Johnson and Johnson, and this is the same company that's making these shots. And y'all trust what these folks are sticking in you. This company that for years and years kept this baby powder on the market knowing that it caused cancer, but they kept it on the market because they were making money. This same company's making these shots. People are just taking it like it's good bread, right? Let's have some more. You have to think about this stuff and look at these companies and what, what they've done. Recently, we're not talking about ancient history. You know, this is pretty recent stuff. Johnson & Johnson was also found guilty of, quote, this is what the report said in the final filing, understating the serious health risk related to usage of their products. Talking about the baby powder, right? They were found guilty of paying health care providers to give elderly dementia patients the drug Respirol, I think is how you say it, which led to these people having strokes. Elderly dementia patients that couldn't say anything, nobody would believe them. They were just given this drug, and it was giving these people strokes. This is what they were found guilty of and fined millions of dollars. This is Johnson & Johnson. I know what you're thinking. Well, maybe I didn't, I didn't have that shot. I took the Pfizer shot. Let's look at Pfizer for just a minute. They were fined, listen to this now, $2.3 billion with a B billion dollars in 2009 for illegal promotion of their products. This is all public record, public knowledge. You can look it up and verify this. I hope you do. You can find this on, it's called pharmaceuticaltechnology.com. Pharmaceutical 
techtechnology.com and you can find all this. In total, now that was just one fine that Pfizer got. In total, Pfizer has been fined $4 billion, $660 million since 2000. False claims, now this is what they were found guilty of. False claims, unapproved promotions, environmental violations. It goes on and on. Actually, and this isn't, you know, this is a recent thing. $975,000 fine they paid in 2019 for consumer protection violations. Go to violationtracker.goodjobsfirst.org. And that's the thing where you can look up. It's like, it tells you like all the MSHA and OSHA and all the different violations and the penalties that people have to pay. Violationtracker.goodjobsfirst.org. And you can find a listing of all the violations and fines on these companies. It's shocking. So what these companies have done is unbelievably awful, sinister, wicked things that they've done. And we're all supposed to just blindly trust that the shots they're pumping out are good, healthy, and safe. When for the last 20 years, they have been over and over fined and charged criminally for some of this stuff. The same companies that's making this stuff. And that's just the truth. That's facts that you can look up and verify easily. So, and the vaccine mandates are popping up everywhere. All the public schools in California have now mandated it. All the state employees in Massachusetts, including the troopers, and a lot of them are going to quit and it's going to be bad. This one got my attention. It's called Oshner Health Health Systems. It's in, in, in Louisiana. It's the largest hospital system down there. They are now adding a $100 fine to every paycheck of their employees if their spouse or partner is not vaccinated. You can look this up easily. Oshner Health Systems in Louisiana. So not only have they mandated that all of their employees must be vaccinated, now they're mandating that the, their employees partners or spouses must be mandated, must be vaccinated. And if you do not, they're going to fine you. All of this now, I am not anti-vax, but this, that, this whole thing stinks because this vaccination, unless you've had your head in the sand, it's everywhere. Even after being vaccinated, people are catching COVID by the millions. Now they're saying it doesn't make you as sick and that's great. I mean, that's awesome. But why are they mandating a vaccination that does not keep you vaccinated? That's what vaccinations do. It keeps you from catching the disease, right? This one doesn't do that. They're mandating you have to take it, even though once you take it, you could still get sick. That doesn't even meet the definition of it, among other things. And now they're mandating that your family has to get it? If you want to work there. So you see how they're putting this pressure and how they're doing it. I told y'all y'all months and months ago that the federal government had no way to mandate this on you, that they were going to do it through the businesses. Biden found a way. Biden placed OSHA in charge of this mandate. Some of you that don't know OSHA, who's, a, who's in charge of like your workplace safety, occupational safe and healthy 
uh, Health Administration. When he placed OSHA in charge of this, that makes it easier for the government to issue these fines, okay? Listen to some of these fines. Oh, my goodness. It's $14,000 fine for each employee not taking the shot. $70,000 for serious infractions. That means more than one. If you got several in the workplace that aren't taking it, they're going to fine you $70,000. And $700,000 for willful or repeated violations. That means if you go, if you keep operating and you go a week or two and, you, and you're not making all your people get the shot, it's a $700,000 fine. These fines are so extreme that, that companies will be forced to mandate every employee be vaccinated. You can go to Forbes.com, Forbes.com, and see all this information on the fines. Uh, there are several congressmen right now that are trying to get laws put in place to stop this mandate. Um, you can go to BloombergLaw.org, BloombergLaw.org. They have a great article on there on how the Republicans in Congress are trying to stop OSHA from implementing this mandate. If it's something that you'd like to know more about, you can find it there. We're just not going to have time to go into all of that. But the thing is, we don't have any way of knowing how this is going to turn out. Uh, because even without OSHA mandating this, and even before Biden put these ridiculous fines in place, you know, you still have people all over the country that were mandating it. The hospital systems, you know, like like we've mentioned. Now the police departments. We haven't haven't heard anything about the Chicago and New York police departments. They've kind of postponed their mandate a little bit because half the police force was going to quit, and they they couldn't do that. So the only strength that people have is in numbers. You know, if people were to come together and say that we're just not going to do this, but. More times than not, it seems that people are are giving in to the pressure. And the only problem I have with it is, is that it's not proven. If, if it was a long-term study on it, and if it was long-term proof that taking this shot would keep you from getting it, and that there was no adverse reactions down the road, like the baby powder deal that gives you cancer, remember? That's a fact. That happened. But see, we don't know. There's no way to know about this because it's such a new thing, they say. Even though here we've proven it's not new. They've had it since 2003. Go back and look up some of our archive shows and you'll see it. Let's look at the Middle East for a minute. There's an article this week in the Jerusalem Post that tells about a meeting that took place a couple of days ago, actually, where the leaders of Turkey got together with their Russian counterparts they had a big, a big get together. And they're trying to formulate a better plan, they say, on how they can work more closely together in Syria. This is a new story that just went totally under the radar. Nobody paid any attention. Hey, it's the Middle East, you know, whatever, Russia, Turkey, we don't care. But uh, this is a big deal. This is going to continue. Uh, Ezekiel 38 and 39, I bring it up about every week because it's that big of a deal. But the Gog and Magog alliance is what Ezekiel calls it. And that's Turkey, Russia, China, and Iran. Ezekiel tells us they will come together and form an alliance, and they will attempt to invade Israel from the north. 
So do you know where Syria is? Uh-huh. The northern border of Israel. So when you see these alliances that Iran has signed with China, and now you see to where Russia is completely embedded in Syria, and now Turkey wants to work with Russia and become embedded in Syria with them. You see how it's all coming together and how it's just awesome, how you see the Bible coming to life. But that's exactly what's happening. And uh, this is a big story for, you know, Bible people that know what the scripture says. For other people, you probably didn't hear anything about it. Amir Zerfati, I quote him quite often. He's on top of things over there. He says tensions are really flaring up between Iran and Azerbaijan, their border countries over there. And it flared up basically over a trucking dispute, tariffs and tolls with the trucking industry. But Iran believes, it's what they came out and said, that that uh, Azerbaijan has been helping the Israeli spies. That that's how these spies have been getting into Iran, doing all this damage with blowing up their stuff and all that, is that this nation's helping them. Now that's what it's all coming from. Iran hates Israel so bad that they hate anybody that don't hate Israel. So that's what they're doing over there. But it could be a big deal because yesterday Iran moved a lot of their tanks and such to the border. So they've, you know, they've started this show of force. I don't know if it may escalate into something. It may not. Iran just likes to threaten and they like to do stuff like that. So it, it may not do anything, but it may be something to pay attention to. Another article from the Middle East that showed where all the OPEC countries are celebrating that oil hit $80 a barrel over there. Now, that's where we're having to buy it from. That's why your gas is $3 a gallon. Under Trump, just the truth. Love him or hate him, the truth is we were energy independent. You know, we were using our own oil. We were actually shipping oil overseas. Biden stopped all that. We had gas, what was it, $1.70 a gallon back then? That's just facts. Uh, it's what it is. But also this week in big news, Iran did not allow the nuclear inspectors in. <laughs> Remember they were supposed to? Yes, we're going to let the nuclear inspectors in. We're going to let them check everything. Wonder why they didn't let them in. Because they're enriching that uranium uh, more than they should, and they're close to the bomb. That's why they didn't let people in there, and that's just the truth. And they have zero fear of this administration. They never would have done this previously. But they're doing it now because nothing's going to happen to them. Good case in point. Remember we talked about the ship? full of gas that left Venezuela headed over there. And what was that three or four weeks ago? We talked about, you know, is the international community going to let this ship dock? Let's watch it and see what happens. Well, guess what? It docked, unloaded its gas and went back to Venezuela and nothing happened to them. So that's just complete direct violations and nothing was done. Nothing. So why would they worry about anything else? Actions have consequences. And when they don't, then you continue to have those actions. That's just the truth. Syrian sources also reported today that Iran has moved 30,000 missiles into Syria, along with all of their nuclear waste. The fear now coming from Israel is, why would they move the nuclear waste in there with the missiles? And they're worried about, maybe these guys are planning on putting this waste in the missiles and then firing them into Israel. It's called dirty bombs, and that would be bad. That would be awful. So things are escalating over there in, in a way that we haven't seen in a while. And now we don't have a presence, really, in the area to deter any of that. That's, 
that's what's going on. And I thought about whether I was going to bring this story up, but it's it's important. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you guys with this story, and you, I know you're not going to believe it. You're not going to believe this one, so I want you to look it up. Go to the the Jerusalem Post, and you can find the article. But oh my goodness, people in Japan, several of them. This is starting to be a problem in Japan. People that have recovered from COVID are now experiencing something called restless anal syndrome. Yeah. And they say, I read the article is just like restless leg syndrome. So you get the idea, right? Lord help us. After recovering from this thing, some of the effects are doing this to those people. This <laughs> it's not funny at all. This is awful if you read about it. So just go to the Jerusalem Post and look up that. That I, I'm going to leave it there. But let's stay faithful to Christ and stay strong in our commitment to him, right? That's what we need to do. No matter the circumstances, no matter what's going on, let's see biblical prophecy coming true happening in our lifetime let's pay attention and get excited about seeing our savior because i don't think we're that far from it i'm gonna leave you with a verse first peter 1 15 and 16 and i didn't i thought i had turned to it let's turn to somebody turned it first peter 1 i'm gonna read 15 and 16 sorry about that it says, but as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. Because it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy. That's what we need to do is try to emulate Christ and try to become more Christ-like in everything that we do. And let's don't let these things bother us. Let's take it all with a grain of salt. And no matter what you guys do, just always remember this. Y'all try to go to church Sunday and y'all keep reading your Bible. Thanks, guys. Thank you.